Welcome to Straight to the Point, completely off topic with your host, Kyle Dunbar. And today, our special guest, Christian, who is a TikTok influencer. Can we call you an influencer? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. You can call me a tattooer first always, but yeah, influencer also. <laughs> Where can we find you? Um, find me everywhere, honestly. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Um, I'm stationed out in a... Dana Point, California. So it's stationed like I'm in the military. Um, <laughs> but yeah, London Reese's shop. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna lanterns. drop like I'm gonna drop that like you didn't just tell me, and I knew all the way uh, all along. <laughs> <laughs> London Reese, very famous. He won uh, Best Ink, right? I, yeah, yeah, I do believe so. Very talented artist. If you haven't gotten a chance to check him out, do as well. But more importantly, check out these following handles and hashtags is that right what what are your where can we find you on the tiki talks and all um so tiktok is is pretty much just my name christian crittenden um if you search that i'll come up on pretty much all platforms because i wasn't very smart about it when uh -huh. i started because I, I didn't really expect it to blow up like it did um so all my usernames are pretty much different for all my platforms <laughs> just to make your life easier huh oh uh, absolutely 100 but yeah, is there a website they can mm -hmm. oh yeah i've got a uh, i mean there's a link in my bio it's um on my instagram um we're so in the we works can... of getting getting my website and everything up uh we've run into a couple of hiccups with it but it is it is coming uh but if you search my name on any platform it'll come up i have links in my bio that brings you all my social medias um awesome. so it's 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 pretty it's pretty easy to, to go through and find but and i say that because actually i seem to say this to every guest i have but you are my most famous guest yet i <laughs> uh, love it uh you 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 have over a million followers am i wrong um not i have half a million on tiktok i've got um on instagram um and then as far as like, um, I'm on Facebook, a million YouTube, on TikTok. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Is I'm it paying bills yet? Oh, Are you absolutely. rich? Like every, every boomer imagines these kids oh, nowadays, yeah. they just get on, start playing <laughs> video games and they're millionaires. Uh, yeah. I would love to say that I'm, a, um, you know, rich and wealthy and, and live in the high life, but it, you know, at the end of the day, it does, it does pay the bills. Yes. Um, awesome. but it's not, it's not at the point where it's like, Oh yeah, I'll just blow it. <laughs> Not right, you're there, you're, yeah. you're not giving away Teslas with with giveaways right now or anything. No, no, not me. <laughs> That's the future. Oh yeah, it it is to come. It will come. And uh, one of the reasons I, I'm even I, I'm always intrigued by people who have had an ability. It, it almost it seems like luck to people from my generation. You know, to come up with as many followers or as many likes or whatever it is. We don't even know the algorithms and the numbers. But when we find somebody that has done that, I'm always intrigued by it because I know there's been a lot of work, really. It isn't like right. you just happen to make a couple of fart jokes on your phone and the next thing you know, you got a million followers. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it, it, there is a, a lot that goes into it. Um, how much well of your day? Um, so in the beginning... It was um, like being a tattooer. We have the the privilege of having that um, that transparency where we can kind of film as as we want, take pictures or whatever, things mm -hmm. like that. So 
in the beginning, it was my day as, as well as tattooing. So I just lumped it in with it. You know what I mean? So I, I would come to the shop and I would, I would film what I'm doing. I'm filming my setup. I'm filming the tattoo and everything like that. And, and through the whole process of the tattoo, I've just filmed the whole thing. You know what I mean? And, and in start my, to finish. In, exactly. So the way that, the way that I do things and the way I am as a person just translates through the phone. It's not scripted. Nothing is like, it's just like, whatever, you know, I mean, it's just what happens in, in the day to day and filming it and putting a nice song over it and this and that there's all these little tricks, you know, that go into it. But once you make it, it's a nice product. You put the video up and it gets, you know I mean? So, so many yeah. likes, views and comments or whatever. And you, you know, you find what works for that individual. So for me personally, it was, it was finding a way to show my personality as well as my tattoos, as well as everything all in one, if that makes sense. I think it does. You're, you're kind of, um, I've had other influencers, uh, explain to me cause I'm curious. I don't know that I, I want to delve into it cause I don't know that I need everybody to know about me, but that's exactly, <laughs> they, they mentioned, they're like, yeah, if you like were more communicative and more transparent, I think they use mm -hmm. those words <laughs> with, with yeah. your audience then you could cultivate this blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. I don't know if I want everybody to know about my interior thoughts. Absolutely. And it's not for everyone is the thing. It's like, it does take a select person. And that's the thing at the end of the day, it's like not everything needs to be posted always. It's just the things that you want to put out there. The thing, the parts of your life that you want to be shown mm -hmm. essentially. Cause like if I'm just posting everything I do on a day-to-day -day basis, there's nothing sacred anymore. There's nothing for me you know okay yeah yeah because at one point I, that that would be my question where do you even know who you are when it seems to be so much that you're giving you know you're like where, where do you stop and then your your desire to please your audience where does that stop so that that comes down to for me personally it was it was a more of a mental health thing so in the beginning i obsessed over this just like i did tattooing and as I still do tattooing because it's first for me, like I said prior, but mm. at the end of the day, it's like I was putting so much into it and this and that. And I was seeing numbers and I was seeing engagement. I was seeing results. So I kept going and going and going and going. And of course, like I said, I kept it to, I kept it to a work standpoint. So like everything that happened at work, when I got home, I didn't film, I didn't make any content there. Um, so I kept it all in work hours, essentially. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. so then I, I still had my personal life. I still had my personal time for me, my self care time, things like that. Cause I'm not just like dumping everything of my life on, on the internet. All right. Just your, just the things you love. I imagine. Exactly. And that yeah. way it cultivates an audience that is like-minded. Yeah, Am I right? exactly. A hundred percent. And then, how much interaction do you have with your action? Did you follow, especially I'm guessing in the early days, and I'm curious how much that continues now. Do you read or peruse the comment sections and, uh, and use them for inspiration or, or. I do. I do. Yes. Yeah. So there's a lot of times where like I did it for a good while that people would want tattoo ideas. So I mm. would take that comment and make a little video for that comment and then give them a little idea. And this and that. So I was very, um, like, communicative with my with my audience. And so giving, they, they, it seems, too, because to start off, I mean, for, I'm sorry to cut you off. I really am, Christian. No, you're good, but you're good. 
from my standpoint, from somebody who came up in tattooing some almost 30 years ago. Well, I keep adding five years every time. It just seems longer. But say yeah. about 20, 25 years ago, I started out in tattooing. We didn't share shit. Yeah. We, we wouldn't share. So any kind of and drawing and stuff like that, we never let anybody walk out the shop with our, our drawing. You never gave anything away. So it almost runs counter to our thinking. Like there's no Absolutely. way I would draw an idea for somebody and then put it on the internet for free. A million more people steal it. And, yeah. and I, but this is something, I mean, you kind of counter what's the difference. I guess. Is it, is it to me, it seems as I look in at this new, I mean, know it's so new, but this slow progress of more sharing that has happened mm -hmm. with artists, especially in the tattoo industry, I really see a lot of benefits for the people, both who are giving the information like yourself and also those mm -hmm. receiving it. That's the obvious. But in this right, case, right. you're really getting something out of it, too. Yeah, absolutely. Because so essentially it's like for one, as you know, um, and you've seen like you post a nice tattoo that you did, a nice picture of a tattoo. And it's you know, what I mean, and people love it. And yeah. so that's going to be someone's reference picture at some point. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And they're, they're going to oh, yeah. come across the artist that's completely okay with copying it line for line all the way yeah. through. And so it's like, are you are you willing to stand on that? It's like, it's going to happen either way. So if I draw a quick little tattoo, like it's not even anything, it could be like a little traditional piece, a little banger or something like that. It could be a like an outline of, of whatever. It doesn't it, for, it's at the end of the day, it's like I'm, I'm giving them this with intentions on maybe they'll come to me for it. If they don't, that's fine. You know what I mean? So you're kind of controlling the, uh, the, the feeling of loss is there when we see something we did represented by another artist or whatever. But in this case, mm -hmm. you are getting ahead of the feeling of loss because you don't have any intention on keeping it. Exactly. Exactly. So like if it's like, of course, I have my original available pieces that i don't commission anything like that i don't do nothing like that these are my this is my art that i'm gonna tattoo and but as far as like with these little bangers you know these little because mm. in this day and age these minimalist tattoos are everybody wants them all the time these little outlines with no shading fine line all this mm -hmm. stuff and at the end of the day it's like sure i don't i have no no like want to tattoo that will i yeah i'll tattoo anything um but if it gives somebody an idea of something that they want if they can take it to an artist and say i want something like this even if they replicate it it is what it is i gave it to you willingly yeah it's so just, you don't uh, feel it, the loss you almost feel i'm, I'm guessing honored yeah exactly so because somebody felt that they liked what i did enough to get it done because there's a lot of people that follow me from out of state or out of out of the country so it's like mm -hmm. they they can't not everybody can fly out i've got a lot of people that do but not everybody can fly out to get a tattoo you know to california I mean? so right i don't know that i set that up you did say where you were working at what shop but i yeah, don't know yeah. that I, we pointed out yeah, california. california yeah southern california yeah easy but, for uh, someone like from michigan to decide they want to go and see during the winter time especially some beautiful right, right. sunshine and go get tattooed by you. Um, Absolutely. And that happens now is, is that's got to be a result of this giving, or at least of your growing of the platform, which started mm -hmm. from this giving of your art. 
Yeah, of course. Like that's, um, I've got, I've got a, a lot of clients that I call them loyal clients. And, and I think that that term has been thrown around a lot in different ways. I think loyal clients as in like, they don't just get tattooed by me, but okay. when they come, when they come out this way, I'm the one they're calling or they set up and fly out to see me and get tattooed by me. Mm-hmm. And of course they have their artists back home to get whatever else they want, but they have like a dedicated leg to me or a, a dedicated back to me yeah. or whatever the case is. Um, so I have like a handful of clients that come out from different States and things like that to spend the weekend or a week and rent a car and get tattooed every day. And I'll take them out, you know, to lunch and things like that. And, um, make it a, make it a whole experience for them mm-hmm. as well. It's like awesome. A mini it's, vacation, you know, I remember, um, I think it was Carl Grace used to offer like a, a sweepstakes or something to get tattooed by him. And then he'd take you out to dinner and stuff in Vegas. Right. And, right. And it, it was, uh, I don't know, not that it's the same, but similar that you're, you're getting, I mean, when we're spending our tattoo dollars, it's kind of entertainment dollars. You know, it's, yeah, it's that section of money that people are giving up. And so it kind of makes sense that if they were to travel to you, you're going to want to show them something interesting, something unique about your area. Mm-hmm. And, and by showing them that, I'm guessing also give them more a piece of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because like, so, and with it, with it, sorry, that with it no, being like the way that the way I've seen like tattooing evolve in in the years, it's like people can build better relationships with their artists now than they used to be able to because a lot of these things that we that we me and a lot of my friends that are you know do tiktok and that are tattooers we try to kind of break that norm of like to, to don't be scared of your artists like there's there, like so for mm-hmm. years people were like intimidating to walk in to a tattoo shop yeah. and ask for something you yeah. know what i mean real common to hear that's stupid i won't do that yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and then just have the customer doe-eyed in front of you, just like uh, uh, when when you just beat up the thing they loved for three years, and then yep. and then you just tell them, "Ah, oh, you're going to get a skull or something." I mean, <laughs> that was kind right. of common. And then people would usually, in, in the day and age, they would feel, "Well, I'm uneducated in this realm, so I might this guy must be right." And then they would get mm-hmm. this, oftentimes, terrible tattoo. Because it was coming right. from somebody from that whole aspect of, of yeah. uh, you know, I know what's right for you. You don't know. Right. And th- and like, that's the thing for me is the way I look at it is like, there is a, there is a certain point where people will come with something that's just unrealistic. That's just, it won't work. Things like that. And I'm like, look mm-hmm. at this. I, I can tell you why it won't work. And I can run you through everything of why let's try this keep it in your in the ballpark of what you want but let's go along more this route you know what i mean because mm-hmm. i'm not shutting down your idea at all but i'm just telling you why what you're telling me is not gonna work and that's just because well, i'm a tattooer you know what i mean and and you have that experience exactly this is something i really wanted to get to i actually i want to talk about uh and we'll get back actually to the instagram then i because right now i'm going through something where i am so uninspired by clients and sometimes it's just this time of year you know mm-hmm, but by mm-hmm. um when somebody wants a tattoo i send them a sketch uh they don't like any of the direction that i'm going with it and then they keep on bringing me back to some kind of pinterest idea of right 
of what they that they keep on showing me like this. Um, I don't, at one point, I just end up uh, losing all interest in it and just doing what they ask. And I don't know that that's good for either of us. Right, right. So the way the way I I do break it to people, and you got sometimes it's like at the end of the day I'm a good dude and I'm and I and I care about my clients, but you have to have a sort of sternness at, at some point. It's like you came okay. to me for for what? Why did you come to me? Did you come to me because you like what I do? You like my artwork, or just because I can put out a tattoo? Like which right. one is it? You, you know what I mean? Because if it's if it's for the first reason that you actually like what I produce, then we're gonna go more my route if that's what you want but you know i mean if you want me to replicate something you can go to a walk-in shop and get that right why pay the high dollar to have my have me work on you exactly exactly so like i i I don't like me personally i i i heard you said you you send them out a sketch they don't see my drawings until they're there you know what i mean because Hmm. like they show up for their appointment they see and like if i'm if they want minor adjustments that's fine but if it's like I send it to them and they show their, their mom, their dad, their sister, their brother, their cousins, they're all their friends. And they had 17 people tell them what's wrong with this thing that they don't know right. what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And they come up to me. Well, my, well, my friend said this was okay. It was your friend. Attacking right. Me. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah, too many cooks, right? Exactly. Exactly. Your soup's going to taste bad. <laughs> exactly. Spacho or something. Uh, I, I really, I appreciate that. <laughs> I don't know yeah, how to implement sure. it when you, I mean, cause honestly having a strong no at one point means you run the risk of losing that client too. This is true. This is true. But that also weeds out the people that are, are serious about, about you and serious okay. about you yeah. know, your artwork. Cause like for me, like with Would my, you call those things like- disloyal customers It weeds out disloyal customers as you, don't feel a loyal customer is one that exclusively gets tattooed by you, but one that gets a piece finished by you exclusively and isn't trying to replace you with anybody else. So by yeah, having that strong, no, you're going to kind of go through those people that could replace you with a walk-in shop. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So like having, having, and of course having those little tattoos build relationships for bigger tattoos later. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I've seen that so many times in my career that like I did this little bitty tattoo for them and, then they they book a sleeve in six months and I'm like oh shit you know what I mean mm-hmm. so um but like as far as like with my books going things like that with with the people that reach out because I book through email only um I don't okay. do DMs I don't do none of that stuff because everything just gets too mixed up for me I like it all being in one place and then on top right. of that I have I have an assistant that runs all my books I see oh, everything nice. but she books everything for me talks to clients this and that and she, so she, basically. What is, is she's the one that's like the stern it's coming from me, of course, but she's, mm-hmm. she's the sternness. And then they come to me and I'm like, the, Hey, what's up guys? You, you ready? Good to cop, bad cop. Exactly. And like, so she tells them like, no, you won't see the design. No, your you know, your deposit goes to this, not this or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Or, they, or yeah. they try to like play you like, Oh, well, you know, uh, but I've had people try to, like hit me with a, a date time and a, and a location in the first email that they want. And it's like, well, that's not how this works. It's whatever I have available for you. Right. You know? So she, she basically talks to everyone and, and does that as far as like gets the information there. And if they can't cooperate, then they don't get booked at the end of the day. Right. 
which which you're not going to have generally you're not going to have a good experience if if they can't get through the booking process you're not going to have good experience with the creating of the tattoo exactly because it was it was this thing was i uh just recently i had an individual reach out to me on instagram and i was like i would love to get you booked um but do me a favor send me an email my assistant can take care of everything and then she ignored that and then continued to send me pictures and trying to move around that and trying to get booked through instagram and i was like i don't know if you understood i I don't do that and she said well all right i'll just find somewhere else to go like okay that's fine (laughs) Right, because you're the wrong person, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm just not the artist for you. Well, from from 20 years of tattooing, we find that in many cases, those people, when they start to control the process like that, they, as you continue to tattoo them and go through the process, they continually get worse and worse and worse. And until you you don't even want to be in the room with them sometimes. Yeah. Or so my experience. Yeah, and and it circles back to like controlling your station controlling your area and and what's going on for me. That is like, if I have a client walk in and they walk in, they sit on the table, throw their stuff on my setup. Like, I'm sure you've had that before. Somebody just set Mm -hmm. something on your setup. You're like, Hey, let's set this over here. You know what I mean? Cause like they feel like they're in control of the situation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're a little too at home. Exactly. Exactly. And, and at the end of the day, it's like, if you set the, I, for me, it's like, I set those, those boundaries in the beginning so they don't they don't feel that they can walk all over me or anything like that. It's kind of because there's an know, old school uh, philosophy that I worked with an old timer back in the day named Joe Satterwhite. And mm-hmm. one time somebody got up and they used the bathroom. He, he just happened to be in. He wasn't always in there, but he was in while I was tattooing and the client just got up and used the bathroom on me. I was I was breaking something down, changing colors. I don't know, changing machine, whatever it was. And mm-hmm. Joe got really mad at me like he chewed me out. And it was like, there is no reason that a customer should ever feel comfortable enough to use the bathroom without asking for it. Right, right. I didn't like that at first, but in hindsight, I can see what he was getting at. That is kind Mm -hmm. of, maybe that's a bit extreme, the amount of control he wanted over his customer. But right, um, right. if, if you don't have these, I'm sure he was actually realizing that I was lax on several areas of controlling my client. And that I needed right. that. And he was using that as like the go-to, like if they're willing to just get up and walk out of you uh, on you when you're, when you're changing colors or setting up a different machine, they're way too comfortable in here. Yeah, for sure. And like, that's, it's, it's, I, I've, it's crazy that actually that you say that too. Cause like I've had, you know, my clients are like, Hey, is it cool if we take a little break? I can go to the bathroom. I'm like, absolutely. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. and they they tear off and go but it's and it's like it's crazy that I, i've i've i haven't had that yet now to think about it like i haven't had someone just get up without saying anything and walk to the bathroom right it's crazy well you've you've also have them controlled throughout this i'm guessing i mean right, that was the right. big part right um i was so young then of course tattooing was i was just blessed to do it and i was so mm-hmm. bad at it <laughs> <laughs> that I shouldn't have been, you know, and so everything felt just like uh, uh, back then. Actually, it's getting me smiling now because uh, it was so exciting to go to work every day. I, I've got oh, yeah. a tattoo after this that I, I get to go do. I'm changing exactly. my outlook on it, but I'm I have not been inspired to do it. And I, I'm uh, remembering yeah. now when I couldn't wait to get into work, you know. Absolutely, and that's something too, bro. It's like I've I, I caught myself. 
um, like a little bit like last year roundabout was like, I was tired of doing the simple shit. And it's like, I was, I'm so tired of this because I have all these sick designs. I'll, you know, I was doing like a couple badass tattoos here and there throughout the week, but majority was like little stuff. But at the end of the day, it's like, if I can, if I can like make every heart outline just crispier than the one before I'm improving uh-huh. in some way, shape or form. You know what I mean? It's like every, mm-hmm. every single time I had to change the outlook. Just like you said, it's like at the end of the day, like, bro, I'm going to fucking work and I'm going to go draw on people. Like there's not much better than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Comparatively, there's a lot, a lot worse things to be doing. A hundred percent. But uh, in that though, is there a point where you do end up going against your your rules or your your norms? Uh, are there downtimes? I guess is what I'm saying. Sometimes, if I need money, or it has been the case, in uh-huh. times that I've needed money, my artwork and my my rigidness for the way we control things would sometimes go out the door because we just I just wanted to pay the bills, you know. Especially that, that this time. Is of true. Year. That is true as well. There is like the the times when it's like, you know, ah, fuck it. I I, I know I said that I didn't want to book any more ta- like like minimum tattoos, but book them all, book every one of them because I need I need it. I need it right now. You know, what is I mean? it in a slow season that you need it? Generally, you mean, or is it um? Yeah, you need it yourself. Usually, is okay. It's usually like slow season, like needing to pay, needing to get some things paid and putting that cushion up and things like that because i mean as far as like with us it's like we don't have the luxury of like you know like health insurance and fucking all this other shit that jobs get and shit like so we got to pay that shit out of pocket so shit gets expensive you know so it's like whenever things do come up if you don't have that it's like fuck you know right we're gonna be doing gift certificates or something exactly i'm doing that right now for christmas it's like okay here's here's gift certificates that just gonna yeah. ask if people do do Christmas gift certificates out that way. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a slow season there too, right? Yeah, every everyone's slow. Everyone I've talked mm-hmm. to, it's just it's a, it's a hard time for everyone right now. It's like any anybody that's self employed, um, small business side things like that. There, everyone's hurting right now, and that's that that's the way it is. And like, it makes me feel a little bit better that it's not just me and like a couple guys that I know. It's like everyone right now is kind of going through it. Yeah. And of course, like well, you see the guys overseas and shit putting out crazy tattoos every fucking day, but it's different. It's different for people here in the states and things like that. I think they probably have a different timed slow season. I'm guessing, right? I'm sure that or like, just so like, much of it's driven by holidays and by economic times, um, mm-hmm. or or fiscal times. I should say, like at February, generally tattoo artists just after february rich as shit because everybody's taxes are rolling in oh yeah <laughs> so it sets up yeah. like that for other countries that, depending on where they pay their taxes and how their fiscal years is, is you know spaced out i imagine their slow seasons start the same right right it is nice that we share it i myself um what we've been trying to do is get out of gift certificates 100 percent and figure that we'll just build up a cushion and not mm-hmm. work because yeah. I've seen those, those gift certificates generally are a lot of people do them at 50% off. So it's like dollar for dollar. Right. And right. Then, 
then they allow the people to book their appointments and those appointments don't get booked for December. They get booked throughout the years, the whole yeah. next coming year. And you really cut your weekly rate down just to make rent in those couple of months. Mm-hmm. You know, that like when we looked at it on a yearly basis, we ended up saying, you know, what? I would rather just work less in during Christmas time. And uh, right, right. But it's so hard. It's, it's being an artist, opening up the doors, to, uh, starting out, especially. Yeah, and that's that's I guess why I found we were doing. Uh, we were competing with all the starving artists, and we were like, yeah. we, we're we got to be better than this. And sometimes we just got to just got to make the the strong no. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Are yeah, you, are you like, at fifty? What do you do for your gift certificates? Um, I, mine are uh, you spend you spend two hundred. No, you spend one fifty, you get two hundred dollars towards a tattoo. So I'm only cutting fifty dollars. Right, so it's like twenty five percent. My math's really bad, but if I'm not mistaken, that's somewhere (laughs) in there, thirty three, twenty five, something like that. Something something like that, yeah. So it's it's. I mean, for for someone like us, a tattooer, fifty dollars, it's not a crazy cut. Yeah, I mean, no, because like let's just say they book a six hour tattoo, I charge two twenty five an hour. I lost fifty dollars. You know what I mean? Right. And because I still I still got that money in the beginning for that one fifty right. that they paid. So either way, it's like there, and it's good like for the gift certificates because like nowadays there's so much like I don't know what to get my son. I don't know what to get my daughter. I don't know what to get my my significant other. It's like everybody wants tattoos. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like who doesn't who doesn't want fucking tattoos these days? The best gift is always a gift that people won't buy for themselves because of the luxury they imagine it to be. And so many yeah. people constrained by their budgetary costs and all, they're like, well, I can't get a tattoo. So, yeah, that's the best gift. I also Absolutely. like the way that you're doing it, not at uh, a 50 percent discount, because something happens when you do that, that you're, you know, so a, a pool player explained this when I used to play pool. I wasn't that good, but I was like a three or a four on this okay. scale up to seven. <laughs> right. Okay. And I played with a seven and uh-huh. um. And, and I played against, and he kind of pointed it out to me, is like, listen, if I play against you, I'll play a certain game. I'll probably win, but it's not my best game. You know, right. I'm not playing to this high level. I know where you're at. And so mm-hmm. I kind of slop some things in. I take a few more chances and risks. Right. However, when I play against another seven or even better than me, then I have to elevate my game. Or conversely, you yourself, you were four playing against a seven. You played one of your best games ever even though mm-hmm. you might not have win. I compare that similarly to tattooing. If I get paid a certain amount of money for it, then I'm like, if I get paid enough, I'm excited. I'm ready to do it. I, I can put more energy to it. I always have that going back. If I get paid less for it, especially 50%, mm-hmm. somehow that works in my subconscious and it undercuts choices that I should be making. Like I can, I want to use a eight round shader in this tattoo. You know, mm-hmm. I can do the same thing with either the edge of a mag or a three liner. And I've already got those mags uh, and the three liner out. So I'll, I'll just skip using the eight round shader for, mm-hmm. for the, the two to three dollars that it's going to save me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, the overall Cut tattoo the does suffer. Here. Yeah. yeah. And, and my my own focus, actually, because an eight round just would have made all that go so much quicker. But mm-hmm. my focus itself now is actually it's harder because I have to concentrate slightly more. 
And I don't know if I, to say that the, the, the value is ever there to cut that out, but it's all because of starting from that lower standpoint of, of lower quality standpoint because of lower payment for it. Right, 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 right. Absolutely. No, I a hundred percent agree. Cause it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, I, I, I never want to have my art suffer by any means, but it's like, whenever it comes down to a point of like, okay, I've, I've, I'm doing this fucking tattoo for half off. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. because like, it's actually, what's funny is, is, uh, like, let him, let in- him ask for a break. Then it's like, I got two people waiting, ask me for a break right now. You're having a hard time with it. I'm getting paid half price and it just starts adding up. Yeah, absolutely. Cause like, it's, it's funny too. Cause I've, I've had an instance where it worked out in my favor once one time. And it's, mm-hmm. it was actually, it was in Raleigh, North Carolina at a villain arts convention. Mm-hmm. And I, this was my first time entering a tattoo competition. Um, Is this recent? Funny, then? I, I feel like I saw you in Raleigh. Yes, you did. And Candy judged my tattoos. <laughs> oh, um, how'd you do? Yeah, uh, first and second. Okay, good. All right. You don't hate it. <laughs> Um, so I did like this, like, like this, uh, black and gray, like, uh, jaw, like skull jaw with color crystals coming out of it. Um, mm-hmm. and the girl traveled like seven hours to get the tattoo. Um, and she, she could only spend 300 bucks and it was a $600 tattoo. So I was like, you know what? I'm having a good time. It's a, we're having fun here. We're going to do it. So I did it and I did it as if it was a $600 tattoo. You know what I mean? Right. Like I did it as yeah. if, as if I was getting paid that. And in doing that, I still produced the quality of work I would have done as a $600 tattoo. And then here it comes. That one got second award. place. Exactly. Yeah. And then my, and my other tattoo that I did in the same category got first. So I was competing against myself. They Which I, I mean? want to, I want to congratulate you there too, because my wife, is who is a judge of villain arts and judged your piece she is th- that's why i actually had to ask because it goes one way or the other candy is extremely honest extremely uh-huh. critical she's well thought out and she doesn't just give out capriciously the awards in any way she right, makes right. Sure there's no favoritism so when you win an award from her i think that you're you should see that as what it is you know i mean some people a lot of people have this opinion of judging sometimes like it's like you know it's more about who you know you know and uh, they kind of down it and i'm like not when my wife's there i've got i've seen the proof because the angry people come up to the people that are not happy with it like the people that lost to you and they're like oh first and second place this motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) and then they get they don't but they never even go to the interesting thing, they rarely ever look at the pieces that beat them. They often come to my wife after the show and uh, they'll say, what was it about my piece? And Candy will say, well, what did you notice about the piece that won? Oh, I didn't see that. I was tattooing. Right, right. Why the fuck are you asking me then? We have no reference. Yeah, <laughs> you know, absolutely. Absolutely. And like, that's something too, because like that was my first ever time entering a competition. So I didn't, I oh, was wow. speechless. I was fucking speechless, bro. I, I couldn't breathe. Um, and, awesome, and at the time it's crazy too. Cause at the time, like where I was in my career, I was, um, under, like, I'm sure you've run into this in the past in your career. It's like 
we 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 hit this point sometimes where it's like a, a self doubt as an artist. Okay. Yeah. By by by, and it, this one was more like geared toward my peers at the time that I was around. Um, you didn't feel was, like you were in the in like you were the low guy inside of this big area. You uh, mean or? Uh, no, it was more or less like um, I wasn't getting the feedback that I was giving. You know, if that makes sense. So in the shop, like, you know, like we'll be like, oh, hey, check out this tattoo or check this out, this and that. And like, I'm always hyped for everybody. Like, dude, that's dope. I love that. Um, and I wasn't receiving that in return. And of course, like, I don't need the validation, but fuck, is it nice to have? Don't lie to me. (laughs) Don't lie to me. You're an artist. (laughs) Somebody didn't hug you enough at one point or you wouldn't be doing this. (laughs) Uh, you need so, the validation yeah so have it but it, it's the thing it's like at the end of the day it's like having some like it made me think like is this was this not a good tattoo am i crazy right you yeah. know what i mean so and what then do you with think that it being, could have been people having to overcome their own egos to give you that compliment absolutely it might have been that's, okay yeah that's probably where you're yeah. going i'm sorry to cut you off ain't it no no you're good you're good <laughs> and uh but like having having that happen right around that time really like mm-hmm. solidified that like okay, i'm supposed to be doing this yeah like i'm i'm i'm, I'm doing what i'm meant to do do you when was the last time you had this this specter of doubt um was that it or that it was, does that, it occur that, again that was, the, that was the last one and of course like it comes and goes here and there yeah. and uh, no that's the last re- time it's ever gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> but just recently like getting getting into um the black lantern now um here in dana mm-hmm. point and and with london being like hey uh your your boy christian he does uh he does sick work what's he doing is he looking for a, a shop or whatever and uh with that i i was like i was speechless then too i was like what the fuck you know what i mean like Wait, somebody ask- recommended you to work for london or, or explain yeah this. so i've got a, i've got wow. uh two of my buddies here i've been in here once getting tattooed by one of my buddies that was like my unofficial mentor. He's done all my traditional on my leg and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was in here one night getting tattooed, met London and everything. And, and my buddy Trip works here too. And um, I was always saying like how sick it would be to work here. Um, and whenever, so the girl that was here prior to me left um, and I was basically in the running, like London was like, Hey, what's your boy Christian doing? He does sick work. Is he looking for a shop by chance? He's looking to move around. And uh, then Trip called me, and um, it it just happened. The, the way the world worked that day was fucking nuts. Uh huh. Like like so, uh, some kind of um almost so mystical, was, some divine intervention yeah, stuff. For sure. So I was already like browsing. I was looking around. I was trying to mm-hmm. move around a little bit. Where were you um, at at the shop you were at currently? Was it? You felt stagnated. You weren't being appreciated. I know you already told me you um, didn't get what you were giving as far as uh, feedbacks. Yeah. I mean, there, there's, there's some of that, but also it's just, it just wasn't my, wasn't my scene any longer. It was, it was more okay. of a street shop. It was a street shop vibe. And I was just, I was out. I wasn't in that anymore. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I want to walk through the I, door. I, you do it. Exactly. hundred percent. Which, which, like, uh, which I've said a lot, like, made me a very versatile artist where I can do it all. But at the end of the day, it's like, I'm, I'm, I got tired of dealing with, with 
drunk people that come in from the bar next door, things mm -hmm. like that. It just, it just hindered my mental health a little bit. And I was like, I can't, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, I, I find so, a, a real interest in, in watching that is the old school mentality was just that if it walks through the door, you do it. And mm -hmm. I'll still hear that echoed from, you know, people of my era tattooing as though it's a high regarded thing. However, we all seem to, even those of us who like the, you can, the theory, you know, you can do everything that walks through the door. We all love artists that are specialized. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Of course. Very rarely does somebody be like, no, I love this artist because one day he does this and then one day he does that. It's so yeah. different. Absolutely. They're all like, no, I love this guy because all of his shit is like this. Yeah, 100%. I, I, uh, I feel as though we kind of missed out <laughs> on, on this as I watched so many artists come along so much quicker um, than we did. As old timers, mm -hmm. we missed mm -hmm. out on the on the idea of sharing. And uh, I mean, I don't know that there's a there's no medicine. There's no going back in time. Uh, but right. there is reorienting my brain to accept that maybe maybe it's not best to do everything. Maybe specialization yeah. has its place. It, it, it definitely it definitely has um, its, its place for sure. I feel like being able to in the time in the slow in the slow times and in, in the days that like fuck a nice little minimum tattoo could could be helpful right now that the fact you can do it i can i can fucking i can do a single needle i can do a, a fine line type three i can or i can fucking jam out an 18 round shader you know what right. i mean it doesn't it, it doesn't matter um so it, it can be helpful in a sense of like it'll get the bills paid it'll 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 get me through this tough time so that and in a couple months, when shit picks back up, I'll be able to do the sick shit that I want to do and this and that, you know? I do. I, I heard you already talk about relationships, building relationships uh, with clients. And that's yes. something that I think the industry or artists are, especially through um, like the Tattoo Guardians and uh, mm -hmm. Hip and, and Carlton and, uh, and Clemmer are putting on, they're showing that building relationships is possibly one of the biggest and most important parts of our jobs as artists. Absolutely. You find Absolutely. this. Okay. I do. It, yes. Do you, um, I, I'm interested in that. Cause also yesterday my wife and I watch a show and I don't know if I could even recommend it, but I wouldn't not recommend it. It was called Stutz. I don't know if you've heard okay. of this it. on Netflix and it is Jonah Hill's psychologist. Yes. Yeah. They, we were, we were kind of watching a little bit in the shop the other day. Okay. There's some interesting aspects. I kind of, I'm first watching the movie. I'm like, oh, this is really, he's made a bad movie and it's not got right. bad subjects or this or that, but he hasn't, you know, there's the revelation. There's a revelation part where he's like, okay, the truth of the matter is I've been doing a shitty job over this like we're 10 minutes into the movie and this is all the footage he's got until he finally says, okay, this has taken me two years to get 10 minutes. Um, right. And then you kind of start to see through the facade and, but, and so I, I begin thinking, I hate it. This is a long winded way to get around to their explanation of life force, which is actually what I want to talk about though. But in that he theorizes that life force is like a triangle with your body, 
being at the bottom and one of the largest representations of it. And on top of that, inner working with your body is your relationships as part mm-hmm. of your life force. And then on top of that is you. Right. Being in control of the latter two. But a smaller right. portion of it is you. And I I want to just I just want to not like this. I don't know something about me. I just want to devil's advocate it right away. Like, yeah, fuck that. Whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, but now yeah, I can see what a good movie this is because in the days since I've watched it, it keeps going over my head trying to, you know, can you disprove it, Kyle? Is that not life force? And if right. I apply that to like Stephen Hawking, right? Somebody who mm-hmm. his body was significantly hampered and, and handicapped, mm-hmm. but his relationships and, and his ability, his mind himself was over to overcome that in this great fashion. Yeah. At that point, it makes me think of um, of you, of people like yourself that have a large platform behind. Mm-hmm. And those are all representations of, of relationships. Right. They may be fickle because of the platform they exist on. You know, you could lose followers, this, that. But either way, there's still a propulsion. Yeah. They're, like a guidance factor of some sort. And that's why I'm interested to hear how you peruse your, your comment sections and kind of build yourself off that because all of these people, I've, I've got to figure they are pushing you, right? They are how you help determine where you're going. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause so there's always like, we always have these um, comments. They're good, bad, we have all kinds of different kinds you know what i mean it's like Mm -hmm. we have the we have the we have the the basically the people that think they're gatekeepers of tattooing and that 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 people like me that make content things like that are a joke in the industry well there's there's Uh, a few yeah i would say they imagine themselves yes they imagine themselves to be the gatekeepers and they need to tell you exactly that you're doing it wrong (laughs) right right exactly so with that it's like those I don't like to feed into. I don't do it. I just, I just let them sit. But the people that, that do support and the people that are there and people that have genuine questions about tattooing, like I have people ask me all the time, like, what should I do to prepare for my first tattoo? And I run them through it all. Like, you know, like hydrate, get good sleep before the night before fucking do, do your research on your artist. Don't just go anywhere, you know, eat a good meal, a good breakfast or whatever, whatever time your appointment is, whatever. Um, and I kind of just run them through that, you know what I mean? Because like at the end of the day, like there's so many people that walk into just whatever tattoo shops that no one's ever heard of before. And they like, they don't know what to do. They're just like, Hey, I want a tattoo. And if these, if these guys or these people or whatever, they're not going to produce a good experience for them or they're not going to treat them right. They're getting fucked. You know what I mean? I've seen Mm -hmm. it time and time again about people coming in. They're like, look what I have on my arm. And I'm like, you know what i mean me me being a, a professional i'm like okay so what are we doing here and i want to tell him like what the fuck did you right. do? <laughs> you got to keep that yeah. guy quiet for a minute yeah exactly so i gotta i gotta gotta hit him with that but so like with with my my comment section and things like that it's like i try to be as vocal as i can with everybody to also show them that like i'm just a fucking person you know what I mean? Because I've had people that book an appointment with me and they're like, oh, my God, I was I was so scared to talk to you or I was I didn't know I was going to I didn't know I could get in. And I'm like, 
because of like the personality that you you represent and the the their ideas of grandiose that you must have because of it exactly yeah and like i'm sure that somewhere there's people out there i know there's people out there that have these large following and they're assholes because of it you know and it's like yeah i think it's called twitter isn't it? <laughs> <So. laughs> yeah. i i i've lamented about a lot of my son is a uh, pretty glued to his his screen and sometimes he'll be watching the tiktok and somebody is on there complaining about something and mm -hmm. it's interesting to me because i imagine that if i complain about something and get likes and follows and then i pay attention obviously to those likes and follows and those comments the next day when i i wake up i'm not looking for anything cool to talk about Again, I'm looking for something shitty to find and negative to post because that's where I'm getting rewarded. But if that makes me an asshole. Yeah. Because like that's at the end of the day, it's like, it's like what, like I'm, I'm very, very big on like, what can I do to impact the world in a positive way? Whether it's like small as shit, like I'll, I'll, I'll run through the Starbucks drive through and pay for the persons behind me and drive off just because like, that do you laugh mad and cackle when you do <laughs> right yeah exactly it's like it's it's like it's like I, i'm just trying i just want to help one person if that person behind me gets their drink paid for um then maybe they'll carry that on to the next person and i use it the same way with my social media it's like it's like if i'm positive if i'm spreading a positive like you know vibes and things like that into into the app and people are seeing that of course there's always going to be the trolls there's always going to be the people that hate but you have the people that you're really helping because i've had it's crazy too because i have had things come in the mail that like thank you for doing what you do you're making you're making like a difference really and having that and having that is like it's holy shit you know what i mean it's like it's like a so really a way to look at it like this is why I'm doing what I do, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Like, um, I guess it probably keeps you going. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Cause oh, like, it's do, fun do you, too. It, it, go on. That? I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, I, you're, I was, you're good. I'm just curious how this, uh, how you come up with content then if it's, uh, oftentimes, from going through your comment section and like they inspire you because content creation is not easy. You don't just film no. yourself doing this or that. You're keeping it nuanced is not easy. If you do the same thing over and over, you're going to have people that drop off. So mm -hmm. there's a lot there. Are you finding the inspiration from your community online that keeps you finding new things or to talk about? There, there is that. And, and a lot of it is like, as well as tattooing. Um, they, these go a lot of hand in hand for me. Cause like, um, like I have like, I, like, for instance, I'll make a design. I'll draw up a, yeah. an available design that I want to do. And I'll send it to four of my buddies that are artists that are better than me. And I like, I like to get their input on it and they do the same. They send their things to me. Then I get inspired by their piece and I'll use elements of this for that or this or whatever. And it works in the same way as like my, my friends that are tattooers also that make content or just 
people that make content that I'm friends mm -hmm. with and I'll see a video that they made. And I'm like, I love that idea and I'll cultivate it into be something of mine. So a lot of times it is, it is like a, it's, it's a community thing. Um, yeah. Cause otherwise it'd be plagiarism, right? Yeah. A hundred percent. Otherwise you'd be a thief. You stole my <laughs> idea. Well, that's yeah, this, well, new, um, this world. Little. Like, honestly, this world is kind of getting to be more like that and probably better as a result. The, the right. sharing has helped out tattooing and mm -hmm. and we call it appropriation actually right yeah. isn't that my instead of plagiarizing we call it appropriation <laughs> and you're doing the same thing with your content then yeah for sure for sure beautiful um <laughs> where does it go from here you're at a half million maybe you're not my most famous because i thought you were at a million <laughs> <laughs> um so where does it go from uh, here so I'm just going to keep trudging through it and seeing where it goes. Honestly, just m making the best that I can make best tattoos I can do and the best content I can make as well. You know what I mean? Just keep on the grind and just do what I do and, and have fun doing it. And at the end of the day, it's like, if, if I'm, if I make like a few people's day, make them laugh, make them smile. I did my job. You have, my son is uh, already followed you today when he found out I was having a TikToker on. <laughs> he's like, that. he's got no interest in tattooing either. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> he did tell me that you had a gay ear. And I, I we got back and forth the whole morning. Yeah, he said you had a gay ear. What's that? You got a gay ear, I guess, man. You got a gay, a ear, gay no? ear. You got a gay ear. I, I thought we couldn't have gay ears anymore because I had to give up. Like when I grew up, everything was gay, man. I mean, uh -huh. it, you know, I mean, no offense to anybody out there. Uh, I certainly don't mean any. It's just we grew up and that was the vernacular. I mean, you can hear in an right. Eminem lyrics. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like everything was that. Um, yeah. And then then my son saw that you had a earring on your right ear and he told mm -hmm. me that was the gay ear. And I was like, two things actually occurred to me. One, it could be flipped. The second. Uh, it, is, it, is, it is on my left ear. But yeah. Oh, it's on your <laughs> Okay. See, so so it was it was both <laughs> But my son is gay. So I okay. imagine I'm like, I'm like, dude, no, you've just beat me up until I accept different these pronouns and this whole new world and this whole way of looking at things. You can't look at an ear and say it's gay. It's an ear, dude. We we were on it for a while. And again, he just <laughs> exposed my own ignorance and, and bigotry. <laughs> uh, as he always does, thankfully. Thanks, David. Um, right. Right. On. So now I can tell him, though, it's the <laughs> other ear. Ha ha. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that means, though, <laughs> for either, because he's like, no, I don't know. It's the uh, sexuality. Uh, it's not gender. Gender is not expression. Expression is not. I was like, you know what? I'm just, I just got to stick with dude, I think. Everything's a dude to yeah. me. I was right, only pointing right. out that dangling earrings are coming back in. Have you noticed this? You must. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I've, I've worn them for for quite a while. Like I, like I, uh, my favorite movie of all time is is the Lost Boys. Um, Dangling earring heavy. Yeah, yeah. I'll, the whole the whole style and everything of the time era is like my is like my love it. I love it. Favorite movie is the Lost Boys. Yeah, that is awesome. I, I'm gonna have to <laughs> I'm gonna have to make my son watch it now. Like, uh, there's a lot that. It gets missed. I remember loving that movie so much. It was iconic right. when it came out. I've had a fear to watch it since because I imagined I would not like it anymore. 
it would yeah. turn into like Star Wars for me, something that I'm like, oh, I liked this. What's wrong with me? Right. <laughs> my own hang up, though, my own problem. Man, I'm yeah. making it through this. Oh, I'm excited. We hit the life force. We got client consult. Um, we already went over where people can find you at. I feel like mm -hmm. I'm almost doing this right. Perfect. Like, I Love almost it. know what I'm into. What's the rest of your day like today? Are you going to you're at work, so are you doing any tattoos? Um, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of sitting around right now. I got some stuff to design up. I did a tattoo this morning and uh, I'm just gonna sit around for a while, hang out, talk with the guys and stuff, and and like I said, just make some designs up and um maybe make a couple of videos, you know. I was gonna ask. That's what I was hoping. I was like, do you <laughs> how how many times a, a week do are you making videos? I try to Is do it like a daily? fairly often. Mm -hmm. I try. I try to. Do, I used to do it daily. Um, I I've gotten off of the daily thing because it it took over my life a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So I just try to keep it keep it like whenever I feel I can make one or uh, get inspired by something, I'll make one real quick and things like that. Is it at all like tattooing? Whereas when we do a tattoo, myself at least, and well, most I know, I'm only as good as my last tattoo. If I I could have done mm -hmm. the best tattoo the one time before and then i do a shit tattoo and i'm like i hate life yep what about right. creating content on tiktok is it similar same that way. you're like <laughs> same way yep right it's the same roller coaster of ups and downs so. absolutely absolutely i kind of love that um and i hope other people do too oftentimes i think one of the things we forget about especially when we watch people uh in celebrity um status of sorts if you mm -hmm. watch people through, you know, the checkout counter, uh, the the tabloid magazines and all, if you watch on the TMZ type life, sometimes you imagine that these people are supposed to have life devoid of conflict or uh, self-doubt, you know, like how mm -hmm. does Dwayne The Rock Johnson ever doubt himself? Right. The truth of the matter is he has to. Oh, absolutely. Everyone, because everyone does, I'm sure. Black Adam did not do good at the box office. So, like, I hope he's no. <laughs> so he's only as good as his last movie. That's what I'm saying. Hey, we're not in the Jumanji days. OK, Black Adam's a tank. <laughs> oh, man. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Black Adam myself, but uh, right on. I'm sorry. I, I should. I'm not. No, 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 no. You're good. No, 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 no. No, please. No, <laughs> actually, <laughs> I haven't watched it. I haven't watched. I'm so old. I'm like the guy shaking. Uh, his fist at the kids, uh, you know, hitting his mailbox or something, riding on his lawn, standing, walking on his lawn. That's who I am. I'm the guy that's like, get off the lawn, kids. That's just me. Yeah. I, I don't even watch movies now. <laughs> right. I, I only something about the um, when they took I grew up with Marvel. I grew up with comic books and uh -huh. I loved some of the first stuff that we were seeing with the, the early X-Men and Spider-Man and I imagine I would probably still like several elements of it now, but I just feel like so much of it was stolen from me that I don't mm -hmm. want to. It must be the old person in me. huh? <laughs> Even as I look be. at the genius <laughs> of your life and your life force that is encouraged by sharing these things with so many people. And I'm mm -hmm. bah humbugging it during Christmas time. <laughs> Way to go, Scrooge. Uh, like, I'm no, not going to see. Good. I'm not going to see fucking Thor love and thunder. Who cares? <laughs> Yeah, he hates Star Wars. I, I came to the point now I don't even like Star Wars. And what is that right. for a tattoo artist? I know, exactly. Right. You're not going to do any Baby Yodas that way, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to pay your bills. Christian, I appreciate you uh, talking with me this long.
I have one last closing question. Uh, mm-hmm. Are you religious? Um, I'm spiritual. I am on this. I'm a, I'm a spiritual guy. Um, right on. Not an atheist not, then. No, no. I love meeting Christians that are atheists, but <laughs> just <laughs> just in the irony. Yeah, no, that's sure. awesome. I but I, I, <laughs> I see that. I imagine that through your own experiences and how we've talked uh, about this, you, you feel a spiritual connection with everything Absolutely. around you. Absolutely. Nice. Well, I, I hope to share that with you, man. I look forward to continuing to share this journey with you. I uh, look forward to seeing you at Villain Arts and the many de- t- other tattoo conventions. What Absolutely. do you have planned for travels this year? Um, I will be going to, I'll be attending Philly in uh, end of January there. Um, Baltimore, I believe. Um, it's it's all up in the air here and there. I was, there was like international travel in the works and stuff like that. And Ooh. moving to the new shop, and I might take off from the travel a little bit just to build here so it's a little right. you know here and there right now but i know for sure i'll be in philly well look for that and probably baltimore you say what international travels were you looking to do shows out there guest spots yeah rotterdam um and uh, france and australia so all conventions and stuff big time brother yes sir that's, <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> i'm really excited to see it and i'm really excited because I have to be, because at this point, yeah. hating all the newcomers, all these talented artists such as yourself, I don't know if I've talked about that. I, I do want to commend your artwork too. You, awesome. I mean, beautiful. I appreciate artwork. that, man. Easy to become inspired by looking at, at your work and seeing your transparency of, of the artists that you are too. Um, and I should probably take part in that. So I'm I'm glad to be happy for somebody yeah. doing so well. <laughs> I appreciate I look that, man. To seeing it skyrocket. No Absolutely, problem. dude. All right, Christian. Uh, well, I think I have stayed too long and said too much, which is officially my sign off. And, Perfect. And man. we'll talk to you again <laughs> soon, here, man. Have a good rest Sounds of your good, day, brother. and say hi to everybody for us, please. I sure will, bro. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. All right, man.